T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It is Marks and Reese. Happy Wednesday, everybody. As uh, we're uh, anticipating Brian Baldinger coming up here in, in a second. Uh, and then we'll take some phone calls as well at 215-592-9494. As there's, um, there is uh, preparations being made out there in, our, in what we call our hub out there in our main kind of uh, common area here at uh, WIP in the uh, headquarters of Odyssey. As Angelo's final shows are coming up here over the next two days, um, and um, and there's tributes that are pouring in that I've seen on uh, on social media, and um, and yeah, so he's got tomorrow, he's got Friday, and then that's um, that's it. So uh, the the place is being decorated with Angelo Cataldi jerseys from all the teams and everything else. So it should be pretty interesting over the next two days. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. There we go. All right, is. You have Baldy there. Should we? Um, he's trying to get him right now. It's it's funny. Like as we as we look, kind of we talked about this with it being Wednesday now, and people actually feel more sick today than they did on Monday. Even just going through the box score and going through the play by play on on some of these drives, and it's like, man, you remember the scramble by Pat Mahomes, and it's like, God, like that wasn't even like necessarily a bad defensive play. He just ends up getting an alley, and boom, he runs for for twenty six yards. The Pacheco run. For ten yards, it is. Uh, it is. It, it it hurts more today on a Wednesday than it did on, even on a Monday for me. One, Monday was kind of like I'm still in shock. I can't believe they lost. Yesterday wasn't great. Today's even worse. Yeah, and I think that's just how it's going to be until we writing, writing until we write the ship. What was it writing? Is it right? The right to ship. Yeah, <laughs> that's who. Yeah. Um, which means we have to get this taste out of our mouth by trying to get back to the Super Bowl next year because we're going to look at this team and it's always going to be held up against some of the other best teams this organization has put together. And when you're talking about the top of the list of the best teams to not win it, this may be the best team to not win it. I mean, you can make a legitimate argument that this team – was better than the old four team. Now I'd go back and forth with you, but there is a legitimate argument there yeah. that it was better. So some people will say this was a bigger loss or this will linger longer or the one that we'll always harken back to like, man, that's the one that got away. That's the one that got away. Hmm. Well, Brian Baldinger is on the line, Odyssey NFL insider and Baldy's calls are presented by BetQL. Subscribe to BetQL today. 
and instantly get our model's best bets, live public and sharp data, trends, and much more right at your fingertips. You can also hear Baldy with Jason Lockenfora on Baldy's Breakdowns with new episodes out every week. Just search Baldy on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. What's up, Baldy? Hey, John Ike. Uh, good to be with you guys. What's up, Baldy? Uh, yeah. Um, did the Eagles blow the Super Bowl? That's kind of what we're talking about today. It's Wednesday, and we're kind of like, all right, like they went toe to toe with with the Chiefs and lost by a hair. But do you feel like they blew the game? I think there's players on that team that feel like they were the Atlanta Falcons, and uh, they had their opportunity and they missed the opportunity. And you know, the second half, it was not a good sec. It was not a good second half of football, especially for the defense, obviously. So I think there's certain guys in that locker room that feel like they blew it, John. Um, you know, it's hard to hard to say that if you score 35 points and no other team in the history of the Super Bowl, 57 of them, scored 35 points and lost. But there are certain guys in that locker room that feel that way. Um, how much of it is on defensive coordinator Jonathan Ginnon, now the head coach in Arizona? But it seems like, and this is just taking phone calls and seeing stuff on social media, that I haven't heard a lot of blame of the defensive players. I've heard it pretty much put on Jonathan Gannon. How do you see it? Yeah, well, I mean, the players play the game. I mean, you know, they, they gave up 120 yards rushing in the second half. Um, they, they ran the ball in a variety of ways. They moved them off the line. I mean, that's not Jonathan Gannon. I mean, you can't take on a double team in week 23 of the NFL season. Like, there's some techniques that are missing now. You can put that on the, the coordinator if you want. You can't get lined up against 13 personnel, and they run for 14 yards right down your throat. I mean, there's something wrong there. You can put that on the coordinator if you want. Uh, if the players are slipping all over the field because, he, you know, the grass is a skating pond, then maybe take a page out of Spags's book and get a free hitter to the quarterback or find a different way to run a trap defense or change your approach if you can't beat them off the edges the way they couldn't beat them off the edges. So I do think that there's some alterations they could have made when certain things that had been working all year were no longer working in large part because the field was bad. Marty, you brought up the run game. I've mentioned this several times over the last couple of days, uh, especially the second half run game. You saw runs from Pacheco up the middle of the field. You saw runs from McKinnon where they seemed to be gashing the Eagles and Pat Mahomes escaped there a few times. But I'm wondering if part of this is a personnel issue that the Chiefs saw that they could take advantage of. We weren't a great rushing defense, sort of middle of the pack, but it clearly looked like this was something the Chiefs thought they could take advantage of. Well, they only ran – you know, they didn't have the ball much, Ike, in the first half. You know, they they ran the ball seven times in the first half, you know, Mm -hmm. for, you know, 40 yards. You know, it wasn't wasn't a poor performance. They just didn't have the ball much. Um, And so – you know, part of it was the turnover and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. The Eagles right back on the field after the touchdowns. But but regardless, I think, honestly, that, you know, when Mahomes went down at the end of the first half and that tackle by T.J. Edwards, I don't think Andy knew um, and Eric Bieniemy knew exactly what Mahomes was going to be able to do in the third quarter. And so they ran the ball a bunch mm. on that opening drive of the third quarter. And, you know, they ended up scoring largely off of just running the football. And so I don't know if that was, okay, well, they see personnel things. uh, They see issues. I mean, Jordan Davis was not good in the game. Creed Humphrey owned him. So maybe they thought they could do that. But, you know, he played a lot in the second half. Didn't play a lot in the first half. But I think a lot of it was, they, you know, they went to the run game because they weren't sure that Mahomes was going to be able to hold up very well. And they were really good at it. So they stayed with it. Yeah, we didn't even we, – we discussed Mahomes being uh, injured right before the half and then coming out. But to, you just made a great point. Yeah. 
Seems like the Chiefs could have just said, you know what, we may have to do this by running the ball just because you don't know how healthy uh, Pat Mahomes is there. And it, wor- it worked out for him. I-, I-, I thought in the second half the Eagles just weren't prepared to stop the run at all in the second half. I wonder what happened at halftime, Ike. I mean, the, 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 there was not good intensity. I mean, obviously the touchdown passes were the touchdown passes. We can get to that if you want. Um, you know, if you're going to play press man, play press man. Um, if, you know, if you're going to, you know, play man coverage down the goal line, well, play it. You know, don't play off it where, you know, you're doing these rotation things. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you're getting caught. But I, I, there's a mentality you got to have. Like, you want to win the Super Bowl, you guys were talking about before I came on. Like, you only get so many chances to win a Super Bowl. And you're in total control of the game. You hear guys say, we got 30 more minutes to finish it out. Like, did they did they ease up at halftime in the locker room for, you know, while, uh, you know, Rihanna's doing her act or whatever? Like, it, it, it felt like that defensively to me. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, outside of the fumble and there was a uh, – and the play before the fumble, which was set up by a false start to make it third and five, and that punt return – I mean, the Eagles didn't make a lot of mistakes. I mean, th- this this game essentially was a mistake-free game by both sides, and the Eagles' two mistakes ended up costing them and might have probably cost them the game. Well, there was a stretch there, John. You know, when, when Kansas City took the lead, 28-27, the top of the fourth quarter, and the Eagles had a third and out, a three and out. You know, they had second and five, and Spags ran a trap defense at him. McDuffie came off the edge and uh, from the slot, and they threw hot to Zach Pascal, exactly what the Chiefs wanted them to do. They tackle the catch for two yards, third and three. They get a free hitter. Willie Gay comes off the edge. Now, maybe that's a breakdown of protection, John. It's hard for me to kind of gauge exactly. It looked like they were pocket protection. But Willie Gay came free off the edge on third and three. And really, all Jalen could do was just spin out, end up throwing the ball away. So you fourth and three, then you punt. You have a lousy punt. You Your gunners are nowhere near the coverage. They double both gunners, and they're nowhere on the field. And there's, you know, there's 16 yards between Tony catching it and the closest Eagle defender. You know, seven guys, you know, like, miss so many reverses field, you end up at the five-yard line. I feel like those three plays, the whole game turned. Would you, have went, for, yeah. would, would you have went for it on that fourth and down, fourth, fourth and two? Well, they did it in the first half, John. They did. Now, you know, maybe, you know, maybe down, they figured, like, go pin them, go play defense. Um, you know, maybe that was the thinking. But they did it in the first half, and it worked. Everything Nick Sirianni did in the first half worked, John. They went for it twice on fourth downs. They gambled on it, and they were successful with it. And uh, and it was a big part of them basically possessing the ball and playing keep away from Mahomes. So would I have done it on fourth and three right there? I would have really thought about it. Maybe I'm to call the timeout to think about it. Mm. You want to touch a little bit on those two arrow routes that uh, Sky Moore and uh, – um, Kadarius Tony scored on. I was thinking that the Eagles are doing too much communication there, trying to bump this coverage. What did you see there? Well, that's what they were doing, you know. And really, you know, they, you know, Andy Reid saw what the Eagles did against uh, against Jackson. Jacksonville ran a similar type play with uh, Jamal Agnew back in Week Four, and they saw how the Eagles bumped their coverage through what you're talking about, and they kind of do it almost like as a reaction, Ike, and they do it fast. They don't want to get beat across the field on, you know, fly sweep motion or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they, they, they bump it, and they saw it back against Jacksonville. And so they tested it uh, on one of the plays uh, with Sky Moore uh, before the touchdown to Sky Moore, and they ran a ghost motion or a fly sweep motion with him, and they ran a, 
uh, a sweep to Jeff McKinnon on the play, but they saw how the Eagles were kicking it over. And so they came right back to it, and uh, they, got him on, they got him once and they got him twice. And so, they, you know, like, like, like Slay is just, you know, he's running, but they kind of blew the coverage on the first one, to be honest with you, to Tony, because both Slay and Abonte Maddox are both running. They could have thrown it to Kelsey or to Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Like, either, both of them were open. So they, they kind of blew the coverage on that. Like, I don't know how they did that, but they did it. And then the, the second one is Sky Moore. They're like, well, it worked once. Let's, let's try it again, you know. And they, they ran it up again, and they, they made the same mistake on it. Now, Brian Bonninger, were the Eagles robbed on the, the penalty, which essentially iced, the, iced the, the game to kick a field goal and win it? They, you know, that was a bunch formation. They could have called it a Marcus Epps against Kelsey. All three of the guys held on play. But the fact that they didn't call holding at all the entire game, and they called it in that spot on a ball that was clearly overthrown. And the way you know it's overthrown is Juju didn't put up any fight. He didn't turn around and say, you know, I was being held or grabbed. Right, Bradbury, like, he didn't put up any fight. Now, Mahomes did it because that's what quarterbacks should do. <laughs> like, that, that's the guy that I'm throwing to, and he was being grabbed. So, I just feel like in that spot, they haven't called it all game. You could have called it, but they didn't. Why are they calling it in that spot? And I feel like, like, it's, like, Bradbury admitted to it. You know, Carl Sheppers admitted to it that it's a hold. Okay, it's a hold. But you kind of feel like, there's, you know, there's Jalen on one side going, give me a chance. Give me a chance to go right down the field and, and tie the score up or win the game. I feel like we kind of got robbed of that chance just the way Josh Allen did the year before the playoff loss in overtime to Kansas City where he doesn't get a chance to go on the field to go down and score. And I, I feel like I would like to see that. I think everybody would like to yeah. see Jalen Hurts get that opportunity. Yeah, agreed. Now, Bali, is this where you go to Hawaii or somewhere from here? You normally go on a pretty nice vacation after the season's over. Well, I'm studying Joey Porter Jr. right now for the show I got to do in L.A., but I'll be in Belize in 48 hours. <laughs> I blue hole, John. So, um, I knew it. Yes, it all begins on Friday for me. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to see your Instagram. You'll be snorkeling. I'll, and I'll be in Belize. My, my Instagram pictures in Belize will be better than my Super Bowl things that I showed, you know, from, from you know, a couple of days ago. That's for sure. I'll be on the lookout for it. Thanks, Baldy. Yep, you got it, guys. See you, all right, Baldy. All right, buddy. There, there he is. Baldy. Ice calls are presented by BetQL. Subscribe today and instantly get BetQL's best bets, live public and sharp data trends, and much more right at your fingertips. There you go. Jack, you off to an island, too, since uh, the Eagle season's over? Clearwater counts, right? <laughs> yeah, no. say, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, Clearwater. That, that's our tropical vacation. <laughs> that's the closest the re- thing. The retirement community of uh, Clearwater, Florida. Yep. That is the closest thing. So, Baldy's saying what a lot of people are saying, which is, yeah, technically it's a penalty, but, like, why do you call it in that situation and scenario? Everybody wanted to see what Jalen um, would have done. But, um, you know, it seems, I mean, he, see, I think Baldy had the right measure of it as far as the defense. Like, yeah, the, the Jonathan Gannon obviously didn't do a great job in the second half, but the players also are on the field, mm-hmm. able to make plays, and they didn't. All right, so uh, t- so hang on a second. Let's get Paul and Delco in here first, because, Paul, I, I, I saw a lot of people say this, that, they thought the coordinators weren't into the game on Sunday because they already knew they were getting jobs. Uh, and Paul and Delco, I think, is saying something similar. Paul, go ahead. How are you? Yeah, they, I mean, we had a good, we had a good first half, and we go, we come out in the second half stale, running the same plays, not doing anything to stop that little fast guy running to the Pachanko, running out, running outside. I think we overworked our defense because they played a little bit more than usual. Mm. 
and we ran the same lane plays. He got the text at halftime. He said, oh, you're in. You're in over here at Arizona. Uh, so, he, he, so he was informed he was getting the job in Arizona, and he stopped trying in the second half, or he just wasn't? Good enough. You can go ahead and tank the second half because I got money on my own. All right, Paul. Appreciate it. Well, there you go. Thank you, Paul. Kevin Kincaid from Crossing Broad checking in. Kevin, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, guys. I'm glad you actually took a call there because I didn't want to follow Baldy. Baldy's a, a tough follow. I, I was going to get nervous there if I had to follow him. Well, you got to follow the guy that thought the, that he got a text message at halftime. I know you're seeing a lot of the same Gannon stuff, Kevin. Well, no, listen, I just want to piggyback off of something that Baldy was talking about, you know, those fake inside motions and then them going back out to the flat, right? Because here's the thing. I keep hearing people say that Gannon got beat twice on the same play and he didn't make uh, an adjustment, right? But, I mean, the coverages were different on each of those plays. You know, on the first one, they were playing man, but they pass off the, the, the nickel drops back to safety. The safety comes over to the other side, and they rock and roll it, and they try to meet the guy on the other side of the formation, right? Mm-hmm. On the second one, like, correct me if I'm wrong, like, that, they were, that was a zero blitz, mm-hmm. uh, manned up. Uh, Avante Maddox was supposed to stay with Sky Moore the whole time, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So... I don't. That, that's the problem that I have when people say because people use the word adjustments like very generically, but they don't say <laughs> what exactly what they, what they, they did, want, what right. they want him to do. Right. So it wasn't like uh, they they play you know motion a certain way, right? They don't want to get beat with jet sweeps and what whatnot. And I guess you could play press man on those, right? But then you run into issues with maybe you know rub rounds picked or off. Picks, yep. yep. Yeah. So 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 that's my one point is that it's not. It's like a guessing game, too. You don't know if Andy's, you know, setting up motion to come back with a fake or if he's just going to run the same motion again. Mm-hmm. It's like defensive coordinators got to gotta guess at what's being thrown at them anyway. There's no one catch-all coverage that's going to stop everything. But I, my, my question for Ike mm-hmm. is, do you like how they do that? Like, do you like how they take the nickel back and send the safety over? Or would you just play them closer and... I don't know, just try to live with trying to fight through picks and, and, and whatnot. I got to be honest with you. We used to rock and roll safeties like that, too, because you don't want to get picked off. That's what you're worried about. You also don't want to get in the way of the linebackers. The ball gets snapped, and you're chasing a receiver across the middle formation, and linebackers reading a run play, and the next thing you know, everybody's all jumbled up. So the communication issue was there. But honestly, it's one of those plays – where you almost have to slow play it and then react to it. I thought uh, I thought the problem was Slay almost assumed he knew that Kadarius Tony was going across the field and he reacted that way as opposed to let me make sure he goes across the field first. And and he got out of position while also getting Avante Maddox out of position because he he caused Avante to react to what he was doing. The one uh, where Sky Moore scored, I just think it's a tough play for for Avante Maddox on that one. I just he he sees a blitz coming. He doesn't know if Sky Moore is going to run across the field or not. The next thing you know, he's he's pulling back out of there. And this is why you don't blitz Pat Mahomes because he reads everything and knows what to do. With and he threw the ball so quick, it was like you're once you're out of position, the guy was going to score. Here's my my second and final point, and then I'll hang up and listen. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Kev. You uh, so they gave up how many yards in Super Bowl Fifty Two? Like six hundred yards, like Brady's yeah, five hundred five oh five and whatever. Super Bowl Fifty Seven was Super Bowl Fifty Two without the strip sack. 
right? Like yep. neither yes. the defense could stop anything. Spags actually had a worse game than Gannon. Spags gave up more de- more points than Gannon did, yep. right? So the, the only difference in my mind was that they just didn't have that one big play at an opportune time, and that's the only thing that saved Jim Schwartz from being killed versus uh, Jonathan. Yep, and, and, and us winning our first ever Super Bowl because I think Brady goes down and scores if, if uh, Brandon Graham doesn't get a sack right there. Correct. That's just, that's just how I see it, you know? Yep. All right, well, Kev, you can't call back in until next week now because it's only once during the week. <laughs> yeah, once during the week and once on the weekends. Tom Bigby. Well, that. we're not on the weekends, but we'll talk, we, the, you're, you're eligible to call Jack. Right. Make sure you log it next Wednesday. Okay, I'll call him. I will. All right, buddy. There he is. Yeah. I mean, that from a, from a defensive perspective, in a nutshell, that is really the difference in the two Super Bowls. Brandon Graham One made a play. play. One play. Yeah, yeah, they they, may, they have a strip sack of Pat Mahomes on that last drive. We're talking about or, something Or if you just get off the field yeah. on that last drive. Yeah, it's so true. All you needed was a whole little field a goal. Third, and a third they down, yep, a third down stop, either forcing the punt or either kick the field goal. The one thing you can't allow to happen is for them to run the entire time out of the, out of the game to where the Eagles offense gets the ball back with, what, four seconds on the clock? There was actually, if they get them off the field and kick a field goal, there's the perfect amount of time. You have a timeout to where you can drive down. You can get a touchdown oh, or a field goal. Perfect yeah, amount of time, of time to where Mahomes probably doesn't have enough time to get the ball back. These receivers against against that Man, defense? Oh, yeah. It's slicing and dicing the whole game against them. Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. All right, 215-592-9494. I was not expecting Kevin Kincaid of Crossing Road to flex the muscles on the – on the defensive uh, yeah, film. Yeah. I know Jack was impressed. Well, little, I think – Go to X's and O's. I'm more of a Jimmy's and Joe's guy yeah, rather yeah, than X's and O's. Well, and also, you know, what, you, know, you know what happens. It's not that anybody feels any less angry at the defense and Jonathan Gannon because that's been sitting there underneath the surface all year long. But the, I think the further you move away to days, we get to think about some of the other things that happen in the game. You also include that in how they lost this game. It just wasn't strictly Jonathan Gannon didn't make adjustments on the defensive side of the ball. How about the defense didn't make a play? I mean, it, give me give me the play that they made. I mean, literally didn't make a play. <laughs> I mean, I'm still trying to think about the play. The one play they did make could have been called pass interference on Bradbury earlier in the game. I don't remember another play that was really made. Coming up, did one Eagle just announce on his Instagram I mean, that he's not coming back next year? At least, oh, yeah, I don't even know what we're talking about, but that just stopped me in my tracks right there. Um, but at least in the Eagles-Patriots Super Bowl, we knocked out Brandon Cooks, and and uh, we got the strip fumble at the end. So I can at least say the defense made a couple two plays, plays in two that plays. game. Yeah. Uh, and Ronnie hit the guy in his, in his Oh, that junk. was a good play, too, yes, when he tried, <laughs> when he tried to jump over him. Yeah, he hit yeah. him right in the face. No, you're yes. No, I need right. to see the package. The Cooks play was uh, the Cooks play getting it was knocked huge. out was huge. Yes. Yeah, it was huge. You're right. It didn't matter in the passing yards department, but still. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. At least I can count plays that that defense made in that game. Well, we didn't make a play Sunday. Nope. Tough to tough to win when you and, don't make any plays. Here's the other thing. How do we half our team change cleats and the Kansas City Chiefs didn't change cleats at all? And they seem fine. And they, I don't hear nobody complaining. I mean, they didn't change cleats. We did. So that means at some point we put on proper cleats, right? No, the sod father 
gave them the heads up. The, they oh, get the heads up. The field's a little slippery. He gave him a wink. Listen, the Eagles slipped on 38% of possessions. Oh, the Chiefs slipped 14% of the time. What's that tell you? They had different cleats on. Yeah, it tells me that the Eagles put on the wrong damn cleats. That's what it tells me. Come on, Jack. And it's Rihanna, Rihanna's fault. Yeah, I hadn't heard that one yet, yep. but yeah. After the halftime, it was very slippery. <laughs> yes. Hey, Jack, how's the how, how's it going with the sod father? Are we getting him on today? No, nah, I don't think so. No. He's ducking us. I bet. All he's right. probably still on a rotary phone. 94, man. Yeah, he's 94. Yeah. He probably has no idea what's going on. <laughs> 215-592-9494. It's Marks and Reese. I can't I, – and, Ike, I have no idea who this eagle is that just announced on his Instagram he's probably not coming back here next year. We'll dissect it. And your phone calls. Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Hey, listen, let's talk about betting for a second. BetMGM. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using uh, sign up using the code MARKS, M-A-R-K-S, and you will receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. And... With BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. So sign up today. Again, the bonus code to use is M-A-R-K-S marks. You'll get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, we're, bark- uh, we're back. Marks and Reese. We're not barking. We're back. Uh, would this be considered sort of breaking news, Jack Fritz, or it doesn't qualify as all? I think to you. Maybe speculation. All right. Well, um, CJ Chauncey Garner Johnson says the following on Instagram. It's a picture of him uh, on the sidelines, like yelling. It says, it was a joy, Philly Nation. Fly, Eagles, fly. What's the emoji? Is it a salute emoji, Jack? Is that what yes. that is? Yep, salute to the, the city. All right. So is, the, is, that, is that a penning a, a goodbye? I guess that's what you're, uh, you're, what you're you trying say, to say. Did you say retiring or? No, it was a joy, Philadelphia. Like, you know, like saying it means a free agent. So he's saying mm-hmm. it was a joy to be here. Yeah. That's well, kind of like. Well, but he didn't say goodbye. But it could be the beginning of that. Maybe he's starting to get early word that they're probably not going to bring him back. And, you know, he said that one year was a joy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I could see that. I, I could see that. I told you that, you know, when when these guys are on their last year, your what usually happens is your agent tries to get a deal done before the year is over with. So, if you're C.J. Gardner Johnson's agent, when he's leading the league in interceptions, you're calling the Eagles saying. 
can we get a deal done? Can we get a deal done? And then it becomes, okay, well, this is what I'm looking for versus all these other things. And if you don't think that you're anywhere in the ballpark of what he's looking to get, then what essentially gets relayed to the agent is we'll discuss it after the season. And that is code for we'll wait and see what the market determines he should be paid. We're not willing to do that right now. I'm sure his agent has a pretty good idea of how much the Eagles value him as far as money, right? Like just based on, like you were saying, based on their conversations, if they had conversations about an extension and how he's like, well, we'd be willing to do it for uh, maybe for their price, which is obviously what they want to, what they want to give at that point. Of course. They're they're looking for big bucks. Of course they are. Especially, I didn't even know he turned down a contract in New Orleans. Yeah, that seemed to be the reason why they were willing to deal him because they well, were trying that to tells you he wants top safety money. He's ta- he's getting the biggest deal out there. Yeah. Yep. And it's probably not going to be here. We'll see. We'll see. At least by – let me see what the other – yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. It's pretty much it. I mean, he, I, I guess if there wasn't a market for him, that he could come back if the Eagles are willing to pay a certain price. Yeah, it's going to be a market for him, John. He's good. He's a starting safety, 25 years old. It's what the market is. Is either the, he's a, well, that's what I mean. He's essentially a Pro Bowl safety this year. That's essentially what he was. He made he had six interceptions. He's coming off a career year. So unless the Eagles are ready to pay that top price, I would imagine the Eagle. All you have to do is look at what the Eagles have done in the past. When they decided they were going to pay Dallas Goddard, they didn't wait till free agency started. They paid him during the season. They paid Josh Sweat during the season. They paid Avante Maddox during the season. They usually don't wait for free agency to start in order to decide to pay you. Now, it doesn't mean that they can't do it. I'm just saying with these younger guys that they know they already have determined they want them back and they're a part of their future, they usually get, they get within the, the ballpark of where they think you deserve it. And it's, it's enough money that you're not going to turn it down. It's not going to be insulting. Like, when Goddard did his deal, it wasn't an insulting deal. No. It, it was, but they also didn't make him the highest paid tight end in football. They offered him enough to say, you know what? I want to be here. I'd rather take this money right now, and I don't have to worry about money anymore. And now the contract is a, a very good contract for the Eagles. Of course. Yeah. Well, that's But they also take a risk by paying you early. You also mm-hmm. can get injured and stink. So, I mean, it's on both sides. You get the money early, they get a few a few dollars shaved off of what the total price would be if you waited for free agency. Well, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson got injured during the season, so he really couldn't get a deal done. So then yeah. you have to wait to the end of the season. And so now it's like, well, I might well wait till free agency hit and let's see what my value is on the open market. And his agent may already be getting clues or, I, or hints that a, a certain team may like him. Yeah, I bet. Because these agents have clients on every team. So he knows what teams are going to be willing to throw he knows dollars he, at him. He knows that I'm not going to take a bargain basement price because somebody's going to offer me some money out there. He knows that. So, I I, I mean, if the Eagles want, what, what, what do we say, $13 million a year is what I said his yeah. market value yeah. was? Yeah, I just don't see the Eagles paying a safety $13 million a year. Just don't see it. Mm. Just don't see it. Yeah, me neither. They'd rather give that money to a corner, a, a defensive end, a defensive tackle. Do you see them bringing Bradbury back if the market isn't like if I don't. So if, if, at his age, 
is a three-year deal for Bradbury with with a big amount of money per year or like a pretty big amount of money per year. Like, is that what you think happens for him? Like maybe a three for forty, or somewhere else? You mean? Yeah, somewhere. So oh, I'm saying, I'm saying, if that's sure. the market for him, sure. Do you bring him back for that? I don't. Not when I have two first round picks. I can take a corner with the tenth pick, and I like Bradbury. Um, but is Bradbury a? He wasn't your number one corner. B, is he as good as he is right now because of what he was around this year, or is he the type of corner that comes and changes the defense? Right. Like that's what you that's what you're weighing. You know what I'm saying? So he looks good in this defense because he's with a lot of other players. But okay, when some of these players are gone, how much of an impact does he have on the defense versus me using the tenth pick? To take a corner. And you're also you also that might mean you keep Hargrave and Hargrave doesn't walk. Right, yeah, you put that money somewhere you else. You have to choose, yeah. all right, we're not gonna use it here, we're gonna use it here. Would yeah. you, so you'd pick Hargrave over Yeah, I would. Blackberry? Yeah. Blackberry. Yeah. Bradbury. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I I mean I would. Um it's a more impactful position. I think we just waste it. Wasted. We just drafted a defensive tackle last year with that pick. Who's not a pass rushing defensive tackle? Fletcher is a free agent, right? So what I'm saying is you're losing depth there. So you're losing impact players. Yeah, what does the line look like when Jordan Davis right, has to play 40 sacks exactly. a game? Exactly. Is when it's Jordan Davis and Milton Williams out there playing. <laughs> oh man. So Hargrave would be one. That I, I could see, okay, if, right, let's let's do another three-year deal right. winning. Now, McShay did uh, link the Clemson defensive tackle of them today at number 10. And Kuyper had the, oh, yeah. the kid from, Pitt's, from Pitt defensive tackle. That's a smaller 280-pound ah. guy. The next Aaron Donald. Right. Some are saying that. Right? <laughs> yeah, some are saying that. Well, we know the Eagles like D-linemen. Uh, oh, but I can't wait. But I can't unfortunately, wait. You gotta, free agency comes before the draft, That's so true. you got to decide first. That's true. That's true. And you can't be desperate to take a D tackle because you didn't resign Hargrave, well, maybe, and now you gotta you gotta do it. Maybe they just take I don't know. It's probably dumb team, team building, but maybe they take one of Bradbury or Hargrave, mm-hmm. and then whichever one doesn't sign, whichever one they don't sign, they'll take number ten. Take the, yeah, take the, so you take that Har- position. Well, it's probably what they, they now, would but, at least look to do. But then, like you might as well just resign uh, CJ Gardner Johnson at that point. See, to me, I think it's the amount of money you have to pay. They, you know, they have a they they have a value system. They're only going to allocate money to certain positions that they feel like that's where you should put money. And safety, man, I just I I'd be surprised. I listen, I would do it. I, I mean, listen, I think he's a good enough player. I think he's young enough. But thirteen million at safety. With that, matter of fact, we're losing both safeties now that I think about it. Marcus, you got to bring back Epps. Epps is a free agent too. It's yep. all right. Big game Blankenship's ready to step in. He is ready to step in. But but with them, hiring, can't wait to McPherson to our secondaries is, is, is McPherson, Blankenship, Kayvon Wallace, uh, uh, Vontae Kayvon. Maddox, and Slay. Would uh, with them hiring? <laughs> yeah, if awesome. They, if they promoted our Wilson, would that affect anything when it comes to resigning CJ? Like he's a, he's a, he's a defensive backs coach. Oh, you mean would he like push for it? Yeah. Mm. I think he just better be happy to be the DC. <laughs> yeah, he might just be like, thanks, Howie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's going in there. So, so why we'll get to the phones in a second. One thing, because just because you had mentioned this early earlier, and I don't think you know the answer, and I don't think I do. 
But when you talked about a guy that gets that first, that gets that big contract, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Like he's going to be getting paid. He's coming off of being a mid round selection. He's going to get paid. Is he still the same locked in player? That's true. Right? Like you're rewarding yeah. him with a lot of money and telling yeah. him he's a star. Yeah. That's, that's, and he's a live wire. And he got traded already by the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. He is a live wire, too, man. He is, you're yeah, right. He's a live wire. No, you're right. He's one of those guys that you couldn't be wondering about, like, oh, my goodness. Like, they, what happened to him? Well, the next thing you know, all we're doing is talking about his outfits that he show up to, to the game with on. <laughs> oh, for sure. You know, you know how that turns quick. You give somebody some money, and then it's like, oh, man, all we're doing is talking about his outfits. Now he's a big star. On game day, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like Jack with his outfits. Yeah, well, when I get this big pay bump. <laughs> well, I was thinking that's what – Turned into Ben. That's what Ben turned into. Yeah. Ben Simmons. Livingston. <laughs> no, not Ben Livingston. Uh, no, Ben Simmons. All right, back to the phones. We have OG Wade joining us. OG! OG Wade, how are you on this Wednesday? What's up, fellas? How are we doing today? All right, man. What's up, OG? Um, I'm, I've been thinking about Vanilla Mahomey, okay? Um, I don't think that ankle was what he, you know, when I I think he was more embarrassed that Jalen was outperforming and he was like, nah. And then because TJ Edwards made that tackle that everybody saying we didn't make a play. That was the only play that I, that I seen of value <laughs> was yeah. that tackle there. And the way that Mahomie hopped off the field, you, there was no way he was playing, you know, or even going to be whatever. But then looking at him two minutes later, walking to the locker room, it's like it never even happened. And when you see him even on the sideline, it wasn't a real wince. Like, it was like for the camera, uh, I'm hurt. And I think that <laughs> when you look at the play that uh, Bradbury got called on that hold, he felt that he overthrew him, uh, uh, what's the name, so he begged for that call, and that was another bailout for him. You know what I'm saying? Because it wouldn't have looked good for him to have overthrown uh, uh, um, the, dress, the guy that wears the dresses to the game and everything. <laughs> yeah, that, that little freaking show. All yeah, right, all right. Fletcher. So I don't need Fletcher back here neither wearing women's dresses and stuff. So I'm good with him. We okay there. It was a blouse, so anyway, not, a, not a – it was a blouse. Yeah, same damn thing. Same thing, same thing. We good. With a blazer over top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Tube top, maybe. And, and he had pearls on it. No, no, no. He did. Okay. He did. Yeah, we good. I don't know if there was some type of uh, sacrifice he had to do. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Leave it didn't me work. out of it. All right. Oh, hey, all right. Yeah. He said, seriously. He says me, right? Um, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, and I actually want Deron Payne from the Washington Redskins as D-tackle. Mm. Uh, if you look at that play, a lot of uh, hard grades plays, he don't really give it up. Like he 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 had the only chance at Mahomes coming out of that back on that last. You know what I'm saying? He was close enough where all he had to do was dive, and he could have made that tackle where it didn't get to that point. Mm. But he went on, and I don't know what he thought he was going to catch up with him. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But you you had your shot, and he didn't take it. So if I'm going to get somebody that kind of money, I would rather go with the Ryan Payne. You know, as D tackle there. And then, you know, as far as with CJ, I need CJ, man. You know what I mean? The numbers, yeah. I mean, Playmaker. I'm sure how we can work it out. Because you, you're talking about a guy probably made the biggest hit in the damn game when he put Pacheco Ooh, down. Yeah, you know right. man. Man. 
Yes. And if that didn't turn your defense on, that means all y'all out here fraudulently. You know what I'm saying? Because that would, for me. Yeah, that would have had me hyped. Yeah. 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 Yo, whoa. (laughs) Yeah, we get, we on this one. Yeah. But it was nothing. I mean, like, we got nothing out. I mean, so to me, year, game in and game out, CJ was showing up. I've never seen a game where CJ did not show up. So, yeah. I need that team re-signed. Bradbury, I like him, and I would like him back. But, you know, he's talking about he, – he, But he also and said that, that winning is very important to him. He's not just – so he wants to be paid and he wants sure to Sure it is. Yeah, yeah, everybody say that stuff. Now, he said that last. He wants the money. So the Cardinals want to give him uh, 13 a year. Trust me, he's going down there. Yeah, with Buda Baker. He's in there. He might as well have to stay there. stayed out there in Arizona. And to be honest with you, I wish he would have gave a damn touchdown up to Juju. Yes. At least we would have got the ball. You know what I'm saying? And the Duke could have did what he do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, hindsight. Oh, we should have gave that touchdown. Hell, <laughs> you hold it for me. I mean, mm. call yeah, get him out of here. Get, get, get Wade out of here. here. Cut, cut me out of here. Cut that audio. Get him out of here. All right, all right, Wade. He can't control himself today. Is Mad Mike mad at, at Wade? Is that is that what he was talking about, Jack? <laughs> yeah, he's crying for him. Yep. Mad Mike, how are Pop, you, buddy? Pop. What's going on? Oh, poor Pop Pop Baby Jared didn't win a Super Bowl, and it's everybody else's fault. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a nerd! What a nerd! He's not your son, loser. He's not your kid. Stop it! Uh, your kid's now. You're, you're, you're kids neglecting your kid. No. Yeah, my kid is here. Yeah, I feel like he's as soon as up. I get on the phone, he's like, "Yeah, I gotta pop up and see what's going on." But uh, I just, I, as soon as I heard him come on, and Mahomes, Mahomes, he stopped my son from winning the Super Bowl. He's gonna freak out and probably go stalk Mahomes now. Oh man! So, uh, so Mike, I had some reaction to your phone call yesterday, and people <laughs> no, are are, are mad at me for allowing you for uh, mad at us for allowing you on the air. Oh, are You're not a real Eagle fan, and all because, this other stuff. Because little sisters of the poor bully didn't win the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry you weren't battle tested. This team was overrated, and I told you that. Oh. <laughs> all right, Mike. Oh, poor buddy. I'll fix it, bud. There's so much going on right now, man. It actually was perfect for him. <laughs> yes. Daddy. The baby crying in the background. He's yelling at OG Wade and his kid's crying. Black Gritty from BlackGritty.com joins us. Black Gritty, how are you, buddy? Hey, guys. I'm not I'm not mad at you, Marks. I think that you are 100% right, and I think that Ike is 100% right, because this is one of those times where two things can be true. We hmm. blew the game, and they won the game. Yeah, I mean, the thing about Gannon is, it's the way he makes me feel. And that's what I told you this many times. I know it's an emotional thing, but he never made me feel good. He never made me feel right. So when I, I, I haven't slept, dude. I've been going to bed like 7 o'clock this morning, passing out. I watched his game six times. And I don't know if it was Rihanna and the Oompa Loompas, but the field got worse after they built that fucking gate and had the little, little uh, uh, white banks running across the field. And the fact that the Chiefs didn't have to change cleats, I don't know. It might be a conspiracy theory. I'm hurting inside. This is why I was trying to tell you about how to paint it. Because uh, uh, Matt Mike can sit out there and ignore his children all he wants to, but we lost the game by three points, bro. You're not an yeah. Eagles fan. Stop calling here. I, I, at this point, I'm, I'm really about to have him blocked. Because at this point, 
nothing anybody does matters, okay? Gannon's gone, thankfully. Our OC is gone. Uh, I, I mean, Ike. How you feel about that have, one? Can, Ike, can yeah. I ask you a question? Yes. Can, can, we get some, can we get to talk to somebody about hiring some black offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators so they don't leave after we make the playoffs? Every time we oh. make the playoffs, they come and snatch our coordinators up. We can't. Maybe we got. I want Lovey Smith and, and give me enemy over here. Give me, give me two. So nobody's gonna want them, huh? Exactly. Brian so Johnson's gonna, gonna, gonna run, get the job. We gonna we gonna run thirty five points a game for the next six years and not lose one OC. Give me somebody black up here. I'm tired. I, I understand tired what you're saying the there, BG. And letting let these rookie dudes they did nothing, lost the game, and going out and get head coach stuff. And, and Jack answering the phone saying, "Go Phils, you let my coach cry. Kelsey was crying too." Okay? Uh, uh, you, you know when a good old boy starts playing that guitar and a, and a white boy see the American flag out there? You know it hit his heart. You know, you know the kind of noise the man is telling. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and one last thing. Talk about getting money. Uh, 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 Watkins is gone. Sanders is gone. Uh, uh, we got to keep CJ DJ. He got an attitude. He's he really bad. I, I need that. Yeah, we uh, need that. can go somewhere with himself. And <laughs> Todd, thank you for your service because you were wearing I and this blouse and dress and you embarrassed yourself and, <laughs> and I ain't never going to let it go. You too big of a man to be out there crawling across the floor with your hunting gun. Is that what you hunting? Purple navigator blouses? You are an embarrassment, bro. It makes me so angry. They got to hear about that trash all the time. Stop answering the call for uh, angry, not a Philadelphia fan, Mad Mike. And I'm hurting inside Johnny Mark. That's what I try to say. I'm crying myself to sleep after four hours. I love you guys so much. All right, we're here for you. Oh, man, that was good with BG. We're here for you, man. A lot going on with BG there. Yeah, he's uh, he's not taking the loss. Nah. Very well. Nah, people still hurting over this thing, Johnny Marks. Still hurting over it, man. Yeah. So does this mean tomorrow we're going to be full out like, oh, my God, We'll want to fire people tomorrow, not. Well, we, well, everybody's, everybody's gone, gone already. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say yeah. Who's in? Well, now we got Michael Clay still hanging around out there. He'll be. He'll, he's he's kind of skated under the radar here. Yeah, it's, that, that's it's a good point. <laughs> Moving to somebody next. Maybe he can be reassigned to doing something else. I would. I would. I would say this also. Um, the halftime thing. Listen, when it's your first time in there. How you handle that halftime, how you deal with it, how you use your time in there, and how you come back out and respond um, says a lot. I think we came out a little slow in 05. It's a 30-minute halftime. You're not, it's really twice as long as you're used to being in there. Like you, you, So it's a little bit too long. Well, yeah, you go in there, you do what you normally do at halftime, and you're normally on the way back out in 10 minutes. You do it during the Super Bowl, and next thing you know, you're looking around like, hold on, we still got to be in here for 20 minutes. You're sitting around for another 15 minutes. Yes. Mm. Yes. So, and and so, I'm not saying this, excuse me, I'm saying, but some teams aren't ready to go as soon as they hit that field in the second half. And maybe our defense wasn't. As a matter of fact, you can make it, you can make the case the Chiefs' offense came out of the locker room and they went down the field with no problem. They did. I forgot they had a 10 point lead, honestly. <laughs> yes. It was 24 That's how fast seconds. it was. That's how fast yep. it was. Yeah, no, it, lo- it looked like, I mean, immediately it's like this is the Patriots all over again. Like, yeah, oh, oh like, whoa, it's 24 21. We got a ball game. Just like that. You literally went from feeling good at halftime. Jalen had just kicked that field goal. I know Devontae caught the ball and they didn't give it to us. But still, you're up 24-14 at the half. And we know we had given seven points away. So I'm feeling good at halftime. 
You think about this. I'm feeling good at halftime. They go 10 plays, 75 yards, five and a half minutes for a touchdown. Coming out of the locker room. Coming out of the locker room. Yeah. The Eagles go seven minutes and 45 seconds on that field goal drive. 17 plays. Now you're you're in the that. fourth quarter now. That's two drives, and we done hit the fourth quarter. And then they, they have a nine-play, 75-yard yep. drive. And now now it's like, oh, my God, we're behind. And there's ha- there's only half of the fourth quarter left. And that's man. when – and man, I'm telling you, that second half did go pretty fast. Like it, that. It, it went fast. It really did. It sure did. All right, 215-592-9494. Jack Fritz is coming up with his top five at five. No. Jack, how you doing today, buddy? How we doing? Oh, listen, it's time to uh... – Hold some people around here accountable. Oh. Yep. It's one of those it's an accountability Wednesday. Accountability Wednesday on the yep. top five at five coming up next. I can't wait for that. Twitter questions sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Mark's Jewelers, if you're getting engaged, listen, visit the home team with the best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Visit marks-jewelers.com. Back with your phone calls and all of that next. Don't go anywhere. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.